This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, I'm Grongi Maguire, and this is Chantelle for Dooch and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So, Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi, Chantel. Hi, Grania. How are you? I'm good. I did a very cleansing thing today. Talk to me. Well, so my safe place, you know me, if ever I'm spooked, if ever I go missing, find me in the nearest museum. Nearest museum, yes. That- you do like an, a museum that's near. Oh, it's your favourite kind of museum. Art doesn't matter, history, as long as it's near, Grind is there. <laughs> what kind of museums do you like? Well, so today ones? I went to a very specific one, and the reason why I had to clear the energy around this oh. museum because okay. it's a museum of the home in Hoxton. <gasps> Love it. It's one of my favourites. Yes, it used to be called after the bad man Jeffrey we're not allowed to talk about anymore. Yeah. Um, yes, I love that museum. And yes, I, I went to it about 10 years ago and I recommend it to everyone. I mean, I love the gardens behind oh. it as well. I used to I go there in the summertime to just read in the front gardens. Love the Museum of the Home. Underrated Museum of London, I have to say. Well, so the reason why I had to go and cleanse the bad, bad, bad energy is... The first time I was there since it reopened was when I was treating myself to a little artist date. Thought I'll go for a little wander. And then it was about quarter to 12 and I get a little missed call. Oh, unknown number. I'll give them a ring back. And the person who rang me said, oh, hi, Grogia. We're just ringing to check because we want to know why you hadn't turned up at work today. No. Oh no! And you were just walking around, swanning around London, like la la la. I'm one of those people that has weekdays off, but I do have a job. But no one knows that I look rich. And then you're about to go into a museum, a free museum, I should say. And then work phoned you to find out why was there a reason why oh, I just hadn't hadn't arrived. What did you say? Did you just go mental? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then racing to work. I was like, or... I was like, I, I thought I was off. I didn't know. I didn't know. It was like genuinely. I was like, is this a dream? Am I am oh, a nightmare? That's the worst. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this happened. I'm so sorry, babes. I'm just so sorry. Yeah, I know it happened in the past, but I'm just so sorry for past Grania. I can picture her about to have an amazing time and just being ruined. I'm so sorry. So I just my little angel. I should have given a trigger warning to people listening to this episode, but <laughs> you really should have. <laughs> what happened? Go on. So when you went this time, are you trying to cleanse the bad memory? Yeah, because I didn't want every time I thought of that museum to have that like panicked feeling of my worst nightmares come true. Can I ask you a question? On the way to see it on this visit, how many times did you check your calendar to make sure you didn't oh, oh have work? <laughs> like literally only because I have, uh, was at that time uh, officially unemployed. That was the only safe time to go there. I was That's like, the best time. I mean, <sighs> talk about making employment work for you. Oh, <laughs> no one's calling you. That's for sure. <laughs> so this time a better experience it was, it was yeah it was 
yeah, it was emotional. I might have shed a tear, but now I've made my peace with the museum and now of when the you home. Think of it, you think of it, you think of a lovely place to be. So you recommend it as well to our listeners. Absolutely. Please go, listeners. You'll love it. But do check your calendar. Make sure that you're available. Learn from Grania. We don't want to be. We don't want to be responsible for um, any unemployment checks. Or put your phone on airplane. Oh, even better. <laughs> Screw them. Fuck it. Spe- <laughs> Who cares? Speaking of self care. Hey, here we go. This episode counts as such because it our does. guest Garod Farley. Oh my god, what can I say? Like he is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Like I'm literally obsessed with him. Whenever he posts anything on Instagram, I'm like favorite. Well done, Garod. I I'm like his annoying auntie at Christmas. He's an absolute doll. Oh, I loved him. Get ready for the best thing to come out of Ireland since potato crisps. Garode Farley. The, the way, way they, they were. Hi Garode. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Oh my god, it my pleasure. It is so nice to be here. I just want to say I've only discovered your podcast since you've asked me to be on it. And oh my god, it is the most important podcast currently being produced. It <laughs> is, right? <laughs> it really is. I've been obsessed. I've been listening all day. I'm I'm very much invested. Oh, so you know what to expect as well. You know what questions are coming at you. He's ready. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I hope so. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited to be here. Oh, it's good. So am I. We have a fan. I love it. <laughs> Gerald, honest what I think, I genuinely, I don't know if you remember, you're one of the first people I DM'd about being on this podcast. Oh, oh no you, way. Yeah, and I you just know, over Twitter, <laughs> over Twitter, I messaged you about it. And I think you were saying you were in, it was like, you were like, oh, I'm on tour, or I think you were doing a gig in Cork. Anyway. You're like, oh, oh no another way. comedian's podcast, Young ne- Will. <laughs> <laughs> I normally never push back. I must have been feeling super confident that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too busy, Grania, sorry. I just have a lot on. Things are things are going well. Things are going well, you know? <laughs> I have this gig in Cork, and I have... It's just just yeah. a gig in Cork, but it's a whole gig, a, so... Exactly, but it's Cork, okay? Okay, it's Cork. <laughs> it's the Rebel County. Heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, it just made me want you more. I was like, that tricky, tricky little little sneak. Listen, we caught yeah. you. We got you in the end. You did. <laughs> what a get. What a get. <laughs> so, now, Garrod, we ask this of all our guests, because we're obviously a very romantic podcast. Mm-hmm, we believe yes. in a thing called love. Are, would you consider yourself a romantic? I love the idea of romance. And I expect romance but I'm incredibly unromantic. <laughs> I okay. really am. Like, you see, I think it's because I I live with a scientist, right? Who is, you know, wonderful man, love of my life. But what he requires of me is functional. Ooh. Like everything is functional. So presence okay. are functional. Practical. Um, you know, if you're looking for an Allen key, he has the one. He's, you the, he's your man. Yeah. He's the guy. So, yeah. So as regards romance, we always have to try, like, I always have to try and be romantic. But I'm never romantic at the times when I'm supposed to be like Valentine's Day. Well, sometimes you know, a I'm- practical gift is romantic, you know, that's a, that's a romantic <laughs> thing. It still involves thought. Someone puts together a table for you. That's romantic. It's better than you doing it yourself. Exactly. I'm into it. Th- that's where, that's where we live. We live you know what else in... is practical but also romantic? Buying dinner every single night. That's practical yet romantic. Yeah. See, these things work. Depends on Pay how you buy rent. the dinner. Practical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, I love the idea of romance, but um, who has the time? I'm just, you know, a working mother. (laughs) (laughs) In this economy, am I right? So, Geraud, you have an epic couple. It's a a deep slice and it's a fascinating couple. Okay, I think these are all codes for Chantal's not going to know who they are. I think that's probably fair to say. Oh no! It is fair to say. Oh yeah. no! Is it? Is it something that um that you two know being from the Emerald Isle? Don't be so racist. Um, <laughs> that's not xenophobic. Not <laughs> Michael Flatley. <laughs> Let me see. No, it's it's very much uh, the British Isles as well, but also I think Australia. Oh, she's I'm going to give me hints already. Grania's pissed. Look at Grania's face. She is unhappy. Yikes. <laughs> I don't Between this I'm and not answering her back I'm... in 2021, I'm surprised we're still yeah, on the podcast. I know. I'm Two strikes so far, Garoad. Watch There'll be out. a strongly worded letter sent to me. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't actually um, air the episode. Your sound wasn't great. Good luck yeah. in Cork next time you're there. <laughs> <laughs> So. I, I can only apologise for not respecting the uh, the ceremony of the occasion. Grind is angry. All right, come on, Grind. Okay, I so I can on. tell you, I can tell you that our couple got together in the golden year. And again, a lot of this is folk myth at this stage, but I've decided to yes. call it 1990. Okay, so we don't really need around. I think okay, that's an educated guess. I'm going to say 1990. Do, how do you feel about that, Garoud? Are you happy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you 1990, yeah. I, I, can, I, can, I can live at 1990. We concur. Yeah. Okay. Okay, 1990. So I'm going to set the scene again. Okay. We don't know that these impacted the couple getting together, but we don't know that these events didn't. 1990, Germany reunited. Germany's back together, baby. <gasps> That's right. Nelson Mandela released from prison. Oh, great year. And the first yeah, wedding. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And yet we have found time to make this what we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. The first webpage is written. Oh, so much is happening. But who cares about any of that? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yada, yada, yada. Because also, in that year, we discovered sometimes there's double trouble... When neighbours become more than just good friends. Oh my God, Grania. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So neighbours, that's the Australian reference. We had that. Okay. And already you did bring up Kylie and Jason as well. So I can, there's a vibe here, everything that you're into. So it's a neighbours reference. The double trouble. I got nothing. Twins. Is there a twin involved? Is it a twin? Yeah. We can confirm there's a twin. One of them's a twin. Fuck, what the hell are some twins in Okay, he, I'm going to give you one. Mary Kate and Ashley, they I think we're actually 10. Oh, uh... I'm going to give you one more clue and oh, then we oh, might okay. go, go to Garode for a clue. This love story will definitely make you feel good. I... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> these are incredible. What? What's the... Stop saying they're incredible. It makes me feel more dumb for not getting it. Uh, <laughs> neighbors, twins... Oh God, no! Okay, um, okay, okay. Riddle me this: Is the twin a female or male? Female. So the twins a girl, female twins, female twins. Oh fuck me hard! This is annoying. I don't know who this is. Okay, Garou, do you want to tell her? Oh God, I hope I, I do will. actually know who it is. It's Stefan Dennis and Gail Blakeney. Never heard of them. Can't wait. Let's get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> the podcast is over. Okay. What I will Third say strike, is... you're done. Can we stop? <laughs> this is how obscure, and I don't mean this in a... I mean this in a real, like, I feel like we're doing good journalistic work here. But when yes. I was researching this, I went on Gail Blakeney's Wikipedia page. And sometimes I click on references to sort of find different articles. And Gerard, an interview with you was one of the references. <gasps> On Gail Blakeney's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Are they okay? Are they actually celebrities, or are they just people that were on a TV show once? Because there's, there is they, a difference. They, I think it's very important to this podcast that they be actual celebrities. They're very much celebrities. Uh, we're sure about this. They were papped. People yes. cared. Okay. People oh, cared. People cared. I, I just. It's Garo's face. I. Did a bit of a deep dive today, but I did a hard copy deep dive because I, as a child, collected articles <gasps> yikes okay so which one of them were you obsessed with as a kid then well wait, wait. <gasps> oh my god oh, he's got a plastic dear. binder I have oh, a plastic my god. oh my god oh my god <laughs> I, this is concerning gail had a twin sister called gillian right okay and they were identical twins and they were in neighbors okay and i was obsessed with them for the Did they play, of my teenage years. They played the same character or they played no. twins? <laughs> that would be so handy. Well, that's what they like Mary Kate and Ash, like little not, kids played the same character. Toddlers. Okay, yeah, they're te- they're like they're like adults, yeah. Yeah. Um okay. with a work ethic. So they were they were able to do like the <laughs> they were able to have a part each. Yeah. So yeah, they played sisters in neighbours and one of them was married to Paul Robinson. The longest running actor in Neighbours. So he was in wow. he was in episode one all the way. Well, I think he left for a couple of years in the middle, but all the way through to the very final episode. Oh, my goodness. OK. OK. So I take it you were between Neighbours and Home and Away. I think I know which one you were, Neighbours. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And Gail and Gillian, they came into it and the, they came into it in a story where they were playing the one person because they were in the witness protection program. This is getting deep. Uh, it was. Yeah. And then who who was the guy that that they that were talking about? Paul the guy Robinson. that played Paul, it is Paul Robinson. Robinson. Okay, and yes. so he got so, with one of the twins. Yes, and that's what we're discussing. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I mean I'm just I'm 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 ready. I can't wait to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and so they be- were they were together on the show, and then they were together in real life. I mean, I and love then that they synergy. broke up on the show. And, and both interesting. Okay. And And so researching couples for the podcast, basically, if they're like, if you're talking about Elizabeth Taylor, or if you've been talking about Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn, so many resources, it's all there. Or if it's a celebrity couple post 2005, oh my God, everything. You can check their Wikipedia, their Facebook. Mm -hmm. But there's this sort of... It's the middle ground. Oh, researching a couple who were in the 80s, 90s or early noughts. (laughs) It, you rely on folk memory. It's like you're really like, I know this happened, but there seems to be no trace of it on the internet. So, I'll, and I'm sure you'll know more, but so I, what I did was, so I tried to research this couple and this is the only footprint their relationship has. Off screen, Blakeney and Dennis also began a two year relationship, moved in together and later break up. Blakeney told Donna Hay from What's On TV, we're both actors, so we didn't have any problems separating the script from real life. Fascinating. <laughs> wow. <it. laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. 
<laughs> well, Do you, you remember see, them as a couple, though, Grania? Like, are you aware, were you aware of them as a couple? Well, I tell you what, okay, so before we get there, there's a bit that we've, we've kind of been a real dereliction of duty. You know what we have, you're right, you're right. We haven't discussed their star signs. It's true. Yes. So, Stefan Dennis, born 30th, 30th of October, Scorpio King. Uh-oh. Gail Blakeney. Blakeney. 24th of July. <laughs> Oh my God! We, you're it one of them. Here, it says here's ninth of July. I the believe you said ninth of oh, July. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe I believe I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so I, I believe Garou better. I rather <laughs> yeah, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. just have him be right. I rather him be correct. I, Either I like way, it. it's more fun. Cancer. Okay. So, what is the compatibility? What chance did they have? I would say that's a good seventy percent. I'm going to go low to make it a bit more. Let's make it a bit more spicy, and I'm going to say. 24%. 24%. Okay, well, I can tell you that the sign of Scorpio, that's Stefan, is associated with death and all kinds of bad things. Mm-hmm. But all of their maliciousness comes from their emotional and sexual repression. Oh. Cancer, Gail, can usually understand the need of their Scorpio, Stefan, partner to express their deepest, darkest oh, emotions it's, it's in be their high. sex life. If Cancer, Gail, doesn't get scared or too forced to do something they're not ready for, a sexual relationship between Cancer and Scorpio can be deeply satisfying for both partners. 90%. There we go. It's meant to be these two. Oh, Gail and Pete. Is it Pete? (laughs) Stefan. Stefan. <laughs> Who is, is is there not a P Robinson somewhere? Paul Robinson. That was the character. Oh, yeah. he played, Paul Robinson. Uh, he okay, played. okay. Yeah. I prefer so, Paul to Stefan. I'll be honest. I might, I might go with that. <laughs> yeah, go with Paul. It's easier. Um, because I, I, my favorite thing about these, this couple is that they were the first real couple, real celebrity couple that I kind of became aware of because the only, the first kind of celebrity couple that I knew of was Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. But mm-hmm. if you look at back at that. In uh-huh. retrospect, that was the weirdest introduction to relationships because they never admitted they were going out with each other. Yeah. Like we never saw any affection from them other than when they did, especially for you. They never talked about each other. They always just batted questions away. Mm. So it was like, I mean, it was, you know, it, I mean, it was great preparation for being gay in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> they could only express their emotions in song. That was yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas, well, like, with Gail Blakeney and Stefan Dennis, they were on the same show, but it was like, yeah, I, I, I stay with Gail. You know, we, you know, we're a couple. We might get married, we might not. It was, all the interviews were so easy. And, they, and I used to get all of my information from my mother's woman's own. Yeah, I mean, because, where, where else? That was, that was our Britannica. Yeah, exactly. The internet was only three years old at this point. So I was very invested in Gail's relationship because everything that happened kind of was played out on the cover of Woman's Own. It's like, Gail, <laughs> Gail and Stefan might marry was, you know, a perfect headline. <laughs> might <from marry>. <laughs> Yeah. You can it's... say that about anyone. Me and Gronje might marry. Who knows? Might you can marry. say that, which Who is knows? a great headline. It's all to play for. <laughs> and <laughs> always use that headline. Stefan, or <laughs> Stefan, Garode, could, <laughs> ex- could you explain to our listeners how big Neighbours was in Ireland in the 90s? Neighbours was the biggest thing. It was like Live Aid. If Live Aid ran for three years and was on twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> was it seriously this big? It was so it big. It was insane. 
And there were no sort of Irish, obviously you weren't going to watch any English ones for obvious reasons, but there were no like Irish soaps or anything. It was just... Not the 90s. Like we had Fair City. Well, Glenroe, of course. But Glenroe. So Glenroe. Sorry, this is so surreal. This is a real deep time. That was weekly. And the main, like the sex (laughs) figure in that was Miley who was a farmer, who the biggest scandal was he briefly had an affair with, so he's married to Biddy, and then he had an affair with Fidelma. And that was genuinely, oh, I feel like it happened to like my cousin. Like it was so, yeah. and it was just, he had an affair. We were scandalised. It. it was absolutely, it was scandalous. Yeah. But na- Neighbours was like the, you know, the handsome Australian cousin. And we and people would, in Ireland would start to use words like <gasps> that we would up. only hear like Ute, like that's what they used to call a truck in Australia. Like, because they're presumably really, utility I've never vehicle. Any of this? Yeah, and and like people like uh, like when I you would say hear, people, like, do you mainly mean like school kids trying to be cool? I mean, no, I mean neighbors, like like neighbors. <laughs> you hear oh them say, God. "Put that, put that in the Ute." And you're like, "What?" And you're like, "What are you <laughs> doing?" We're not in Sydney. And at, at the time, we didn't have BBC One around the Kylie and Jason in Neighbours. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so I used to have to be friends with people that I wasn't really into. Just for the I TV? Knew, yeah, there was access to BBC One at 5.30. Bro, you were... A, I, I appreciate the effort. So you, you hustled to watch the show. Work went in, Chantal. Work went in. <laughs> <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, because information online is sadly scant about okay. Stefan and... Well, yeah, we have Garode. He is the Wikipedia, I feel like. <laughs> I think we need <laughs> the online. I've got to spend the rest of the evening updating... <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I gotta bring the internet up to speed. I <laughs> citation. You're already like Gail's main Wikipedia entry. That's so yeah, no problem. I just put my number up there. <laughs> Ask me anything. It's Any fine. More Whatever. I, give me I know. a call. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite idea of a Wikipedia page is someone's phone number. He'll know, trust yeah. me. <laughs> That's a very Irish thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh. ask Elaine. Elaine will know. She knows everything. <laughs> there was this is sorry, sorry. This there was a, a, a near my cousin's house. There was a girl who worked in the petrol station who was known locally for loving Eddie Furlong. Wait, who's Eddie Furlong <laughs> from Terminator Two? Do you mean Edward? I've never heard anyone call him Eddie, but I guess well, she did because she we loved Eddie Furlong. We called him Eddie Furlong, and you go into her and you buy the newspaper, or whatever, and be like, "How's Eddie?" And she'd say, "Yeah, he's filming," and he should be able to tell you that was her. <laughs> I love this. This is so. Good. I love I love the phrase "known locally." <laughs> no. 
<laughs> that sounds like something something that should be in a guidebook. It's like there's oh, a wishing well on this corner, but if you want to know what Edward Furlong's up to, <laughs> then in brackets Terminator Two, just, just call into her. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll have a look at Stefan and Gail's backstory before they met. Okay. Okay, so Stefan, he started music and acting at a young age. At seven, he was doing like amateur dramatics. He was also in a vocal duo double act with his brother. And they used to do weddings, charity events and large concerts. And he apparently is a very talented pipe organist. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I did not know that. Considering I did not know who this couple is, this is my favorite episode in so long. <laughs> so far, I'm just loving every it's second. A very of talented this. pipe organist. Pipe organist. So I grow you really pause before saying that you'll never guess, guys. Get ready for it. Maybe if we did said the pipe organist thing earlier, it would have been right. Know. Gird your loins, ladies. He was a pipe organist. <laughs> yes, get ready. It's I not, not that neighbors. Such neighbors never were able to work that into a storyline. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I know. It's, it really is a shame. He could have done a little fugue. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gail and Gillian, and it's Gillian, not Gillian, Gail and Gillian. Gail and Gillian. Uh, so they Absolutely. start in various TV commercials. They once auditioned for a lead role in a children's pilot starring Spike Milligan. Okay, first uh, name I recognise so far. But unfortunately, the pilot was not commissioned into a series. Then, then I love this. this is so like late eighties, early nineties. They appeared in a video for the Australian group The Monitors in <laughs> makeup in the style of the rock band Kiss, and then they appeared in other videos for them where they dressed up as schoolgirls and as beach babes. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> they were, and I think they were only like ten or eleven when they did that, or twelve maybe. Yeah, they were, they were like they were they were really kid like kids when they when they were in the those. Videos. They were both so they were proper like these twins, the Gillian and Gail were like child stars, basically not child stars, but yeah, so showbiz kids, showbiz kids. Yeah, and they and the they used Mary to Kate sing... and Ashley of Australia. They exactly. were exactly. <laughs> they handed over the baton to Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> there would be no Mary Kate and Ashley without Gail and Gillian. They, they were the four so mothers. Get around. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So that's exactly it. They walk. And so from the interviews, and there's not a lot, but they seem to follow the twin rule, which I love is everybody knows if you have a pair of identical twins, they Mm. have to have two very different personalities. Yep, of course. So who was the bitch? (laughs) Who was the quiet one? (laughs) So apparently Gillian did the man about the house DIY stuff, whereas Gail did the cooking and housework. That was very much reflected in their neighbours' characters because um, Gail played Christina, who was Paul Robinson's wife, and she was very homely. She looked after their son, Andrew, and she did flirt with a, a modelling career. Okay. Um, while she was in Neighbours. Uh, the, the the character did. And there was a like a scandalous episode where well, she got a well, job as a model and ended up dressed as a peanut in a shopping centre. <laughs> and you watch this twice a day. The entire twice country was watching this. Twice a day for three years. Twice a day. That's what Ireland was doing, Listen, guys. Chantal, we had the troubles. Come on. <laughs> I know. We had yeah, the we were, you guys needed a break. You guys needed a break. We were on the front line. <laughs> yeah. We all had PTSD. Come on. So, 
They joined the cast of Neighbours in 1990. And this, I love just like the chutzpah. This is real old school. They got the part because they wrote to the TV producers saying they wanted to make an appearance. What? See? How, how old are they at this point, by the way? I'm, I've lost track of their ages. What, so, they were about 22, I think, when they got the parts in yeah. Neighbours. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So these are, these are grown but they, women But now. they were working on a like Blue Peter type show. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. So they joined and they were playing the, the part of Caroline Alessi and Christina Alessi. Okay. Now, since we couldn't, for, I couldn't find not as much as you would like. They weren't exactly Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman when it okay. comes to the digital footprint their relationship left behind. So I thought for the purposes of this pod, we could do a brief tour through instead their alter egos of Paul Robinson and... Christina Agalesi. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for this. Okay. So, and then this kind of goes against what you said about their personality types, because according to Wikipedia, with Caroline Christina, Christina was. That's uh, Gail, right? Yes. No, Caroline is Gail. Caroline oh. is Gail. Oh, okay. No, Caroline's Gillian. I'm sure Caroline's Gillian. I'm sure it's what, again. I go with Garon. <laughs> I believe Garon okay, more than I believe Wikipedia. I'm literally going to Google this because I'm going to lose my mind. I don't trust mind. Google. I only trust Garon. It's his <laughs> phone number. I can't call Google. <laughs> Caroline played Gillian, and Christina played Gail. You mean Gail played Christina and Gillian played <laughs> yeah. Caroline? Because yeah. now you're getting yeah. everything yeah. confused. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. The worst. Oh God! Listen, um, let's just—I'm gonna just talk. <laughs> I think I'm genuinely losing my twin mind here. Um, okay, this is what we know. I'm so sorry about this. I feel like I broke the podcast. Have <laughs> yeah, I really into it? This is your revenge. We, First of all, we you may ghost never us. record again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Christina oh, and Caroline witness a murder. They're placed under witness protection, which sees oh, them God. move into Ramsey Are they given new names? I can't handle it. They're given new names under oh. witness protection. <laughs> they are advised to act as one person by the police, and they choose the alias Linda Giles. Okay. Caroline. <laughs> Gail. If you say so. Begins working for Paul at the Robinson Corporation. Okay. So for for context, Robinson or Paul Robinson is very much like um, okay. he's very J- much Jr. Like, yeah, he's very Jr. Jr. Okay. Street. And she's really good at her job, but Christina, her twin sister, mm-hmm. is very flighty. She's bad at her job. Okay, I get they're it. They're both playing the same business. person. Okay. Paul discovers their secret when Caroline walks in on him and Christina. He's like, "Hang on, you are two people." Then the Got police. You catch the murderer after he appears in Ramsey Street after tracking the twins down mm-hmm. and they're able to go back to being two people. Okay, They, they then invite Paul to move in and then he agrees. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> We're just going to let that happen. <laughs> Have the boss move in with his... Cool. How old is Paul at this point, by the way? Paul slash Stefan? I'd say late 20s, maybe. Yeah. Okay, all right. So reasonable age. Okay, okay. Both Christina and Caroline fall for Paul and make a pact that neither one should have him. That oh that's fine, that'll work then. And then and then that ends and they find other people. So that's that those packs always work, especially when you live with him. 
so fucking weird. It's just the tension that we need for two shows for two shows a day, five days a week. <laughs> God. And we're all at our peak sexuality in our twenties and look great and it's hot weather all the time. This is gonna be yeah, this will be fine. We just won't we just won't shag him. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who broke first? Well, so wait, just first of all, just from my I so I was I loved neighbours and I I hated Paul. I used to find him really scary because he was quite like, in my head, he was like real sweaty and mean. And I was like, oh, yeah. I hate Paul. He's so mean. I hate him. And him, there was another character, Daphne, and she kind of loved Paul. But then she got together with... Des. Des. She got together with Des. And then Daphne died? <laughs> Daphne died. <laughs> Daphne died. I will never forget it. She, like Des Clark, he sat at her bed for two weeks. As the machine beeped. And then on the last day, it was just like, I love you, Clarky. And he was like, she's waking up. And then it just went, beep. Like it was that the is ominous a memory. Sound, That's a the memory ominous sound of, my mind. of a child becoming a man. <laughs> That's what that beep is. Literally, Garode's vo- voice broke that evening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ball drop, voice broke. <laughs> I got a beard. <laughs> We all had a girlfriend who was also a beard. <laughs> we all lost our innocence as our gener. That was like our World War One. A whole generation of Irish people lost our innocence when we lost when, Daphne. When Daphne died, oh, it was a dark. So, time. anyways, back to back, uh, the two. So, Christina, the two twins, and Paul. Gail decides to pursue Paul after Caroline starts dating somebody else, and she is delighted when Paul announces that he's in love. However. Paul is actually talking about Isabella Lopez. Oh, God, who the hell is this? So he's a woman who he gotten engaged to while he's away on business in Argentina. Ah, I see. That's right. Classic. Meet someone on holiday. There were characters and neighbours that you never, ever saw, but they existed. Like there was Isabella Lopez in Argentina. And then there was, um, (laughs) was it Mr. Mr. Udagawa? (laughs) He was like the Japanese correspondent. We've been on to Mr. Udagawa. Um, like, um, but you never you never saw him. Wait, never he was saw the him. what correspondent? The, the what? Yeah. He was the Japanese correspondent. The Japanese yeah. yeah. correspondent for so what? They, they were, like, it was like, we've been on to Mr. Udagawa and he says sell. And then it would be like, neighbours. Oh, he was just <laughs> a typical 80s like, Japanese businessman, basically. That's yeah, not, exactly. Not a stereotype yeah. at all. And Isabella Lopez is the fiery Latina from Argentina who's <laughs> yeah. stealing your man. <laughs> you well never done, saw neighbors. either because, like, there was no diversity casting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So Christina is devastated, but then after some digging, she exposes Isabella's intentions of getting Paul's money and gaining Australian citizenship. Oh, so great. So the one Latina person is also a gold digger. Awesome. (laughs) And just trying to get citizenship. Oh, my God. It was a different time, people. Now, now she thinks her and Paul are finally going to be together. But then he announces he's finished with women for good. Oh, did you get very excited, Garoba? Were you like, ooh, it's coming to like, my Yay! side. Yay! <laughs> Come Welcome. on over, the water's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, that, yeah, that was very, that was an exciting time. Did you fancy him, by the way? I, I don't know what this man looks like. Was he hot? Were you into um, him? He was kind of, he was only hot when you took into account everybody else around him. Like when, when, sorry, when you, when you left out everyone around him, because everyone around him was really handsome. Like it was, they were all like the the 19 year old guys that went surfing, but he was like the guy in the tie. 
with like yeah. the curly hair. He was kind of like the, like the, the Gary Barlow teacher of the you'd fancy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But on his own, Gary Barlow, nice looking chap. But with everyone and take that, not so good looking nah. anymore. Yeah. No. And you're up against a young guy, Pierce. That he was tough. up against a young guy, Pierce. Yeah, those cheekbones. Against, yeah. are, you can see them from the moon. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and, and the thing about Guy Pierce is, I mean, okay, you know, I accept he did a lot of things after Neighbours, but in Neighbours, <laughs> he was a non-event. Like, there was Ooh. nobody, nobody was tuning in to Neighbours and going, oh, I wonder what Mike is doing. Like, Mike, <laughs> Mike was a geography teacher. He would get on his motorbike and you'd see him in two scenes when, he was com- when he'd come home from school. It was like, hi. And then he went into his bedroom. He wasn't like, the one that you thought would make it. He wasn't the Robbie or the not. Harry. I see. Okay. They did the boy band theme going. They didn't yeah. know how to use him. They didn't know how to use him. <laughs> This is taking so many tangents, by the way. I'm just, this is great. <laughs> okay, so Paul has sworn off women for life. So Christina is thinking... still doing the plot of the show. <laughs> I just love it. She's, he's, so Christina's like, oh no, what have I done? I've, I've gone too far this time. So she starts flirting with guys in front of Paul to make him jealous. Classic move. Classic move. This works. Paul admits to Christina that he loves her. Again. <gasps> They get engaged and then they marry on a cruise ship. Are they still they living with her sister after they get married? Yeah. yeah. Because twins always live together right? forever. That's the way that's the way that's the way Australia works. Did you as some dirty minded pubescent teenager start thinking, are they having threesomes? Like was that in your mind? <laughs> no. Never. Like, never. We that didn't never have threesomes in Ireland in the nineties. Wasted in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Like a threesome was to us was involved. It was ice cream. It was three scoops of ice cream. There was no, Neopolity, like there was just no such thing. Need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Christina thinks she's pregnant. She tells Paul he's thrilled. Then a doctor on ship tells her she's not pregnant. So she decides to not tell him and she sleeps with him every moment she gets. She gets Trying pregnant. Get pregnant. She gets pregnant. Christina got stuff done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then they, uh, she gives birth to a boy, Andrew, Andrew Robinson. But Can I, the pressure... I know, we're, I know we're, sorry, I know we're deep into the plot of the TV show. I apologise for interrupting <laughs> on, on, on an episode about two real people. My apologies. Are the two real people um, together in real life at this point? Or is she, yes. is she pregnant, the act, the character, because the real woman is pregnant? No, no, no she's not. She's not pregnant in real life. No. Okay, okay, okay. Thankfully, that thankfully, that would have made everything so much more complicated. Yes, when Gail decided to end the relationship to focus on her music. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, Gerald, we're going to take a little trip on a time machine, and you can choose whether this is going to be a night out with Gail and Stefan or with Paul and. Christina. Oh, Gail and Ste- Stefan. Okay. And I would be ignoring Stefan. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, talk us through I date mean, night. Okay, date night would be when he goes to the toilet, I would say, can you get your sister here? And how do we lose him? You just care about <laughs> Gail and Gillian. That's all you're into here. I, I mean, if I'm honest, Gail and Gillian, they were the couple that I... I really would have wanted to have done, but it would have been inappropriate. <laughs> and, and, and I hope we'd have Stefan broken is, up either. Stefan is here by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> what do you imagine a night out with them would be? Presuming he, you're stuck with him for a bit. Like, what, what, was their, what was their vibe? Oh, I would imagine that Gail would be, uh, she would be the smart one. 
she would be mm-hmm. the one that would be like socially clued in. Whereas like, I think Stefan would be like, I think he would be looking for things on menus that aren't there. It's like, surely they've got to have, you know, but it will be steak and, and Gail would take the menu and go, it's it, it's down here, Stefan. <laughs> yeah. You know, there would be intense conversations about how to make their pop career work. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think a lot of that upfront because I think that the work would have to be done first before the play. Okay. Um, they had the image right. They they just the music they never it never really landed. Um, <laughs> Were they it missing was like shame. the talent and everything else? Everything was there. Uh, they they had everything. Everyone everything was in place. Oh, okay. Their co- their cover version of Princess I Want to Be Your Lover" is the best version of the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bold statement. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Prince. Like Prince heard that, um, he, I'm sure he went. That finally, somebody got it right at last. <laughs> I could see him. I could really see them as like Prince muses. They really completely, completely. I could see that too. You see, the thing about them as were uh, the thing about them as well was they looked incredible. They were absolutely gorgeous, and they were always really. They weren't like Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan because they were very saccharine. And they were oh, very okay. like, you know, um, oh, I'm just happy to be doing what I'm doing. And yeah. And the interviewers were always very mean to Gail and Gillian. There was always a tone of hostility and they always pushed back. So That's speaking so- of that, so your um your pack there, was there any is there any like anything you'd like to share with us from your your press pack? <laughs> well the Your original of- source. The, the original source. Okay, well, I mean, there is, I think, there. there is a controversial photo. Okay. Because one of the things that Gail and Gillian did was they did, they did an ad for Head and Shoulders. <laughs> okay. And it, the ad was iconic. They looked absolutely incredible. Who was the but head? Then... Who was the shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> but then the shampoo, shampoo company were furious with them because to promote their new single I Want to Be Your Lover Uh-oh. they were sending around this photograph featured, featuring them with seriously messy hair oh <gasps> no oh no it's a very sexual picture listeners it's a very sexy picture they both have very um, we just got out of bed after a very exciting morning hair I, we've had a, it's, it's, it, that's it we've had a lovely morning hair we've that's had what a that lovely is. morning hair and their interviews were always very, they were always asked the same things about whether or not they were psychic. <laughs> Which Why I really... You, oh, you mean in a twin, how do you know what she's yeah. thinking? Not just generally. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can, do you know what each other is thinking? Like, I mean, these were actual real journalists that would ask this question. Like these standard people twin with careers. question. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a clip, and there's a clip of them being interviewed on Sky News where they're asked that question for, you know, the one millionth time and... Gillian tells a very banal story about being out and getting washing powder and coming home with washing powder and Gail saying, I really needed that. And I think that's where the end the end the interview. <laughs> I hope that story went off like 10 minutes as well. Just to really yeah, yeah. drill it home that we're fucking bored of this question. Um, there's, there's an incredible quote here where, she's a, where it, the question is asked, do you think you could ever live in England? And Gail says, definitely. I thought that before I came here and now I've seen England I'm more sure. <laughs> Did you read that as a little boy grow and be like, I need to move to England now? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I was so I was so obsessed by them, right? That when they started to release records, Ireland is not like the UK where you can get any record that's released. You only got like the top 10 in Ireland. Like it, it didn't go outside of that. Wow. And, like 
their records were, you know, 74, 75. Oh, of course. Um, I used to have to write these letters to the record company and beg no. them. Yeah. Are you serious? And beg them to get me copies of them. Did it work? Yeah. Oh, my, I did, I got them. my little girl getting his little record sent. I know, yeah. Somebody in BMG Records hung up on me. <laughs> hung up on me. Did they think you were a prank caller? Yeah, because I rang, I rang every single day until they'd give me a name of who I had to write to. And then I'd write to them and I'd send like a postal order. And then they'd send back, <laughs> they'd send back the record. Like months later, like as, literally months later. As clearly the couple that we're talking about is actually Gail and her sister Gillian. And not, uh, I've forgotten his name already, Stefan. Stefan. Um, was he involved in music at all? Was he a pop star? Was he? Tr- was it, were they trying to be a Kylie Jason vibe? They never, yes. d- they, but they never did a duet. Oh, oh no, they never did a duet. Sorry, no, they didn't. But they, de- but Stefan did try and cash in, mm-hmm. as Grania so beautifully put into a headline. He had <laughs> a song trouble. called "Don't Don't It Make You Feel Good." I don't know, Grania. Like he, he was very much as a pop star. Stefan Dennis was very much. You know, if you find out that your biology teacher is in a band, <laughs> okay, yeah, and you try yeah, to yeah. imagine what they would be like in the band, that's yeah. what he was like as a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> what were they like as a, like, were, how long were they together for then? Only a couple of years? It feels like she was really kind of like this big, bold, beautiful, hot girl. He was this kind of like dorky science teacher type. Yes. They were together for two years. And then just when they left Neighbours, they broke up around that time. Let's quickly check in with Paul and Christina. The character is not the people still. Cool. Okay, okay. So after the birth of his son, Paul suffers a mental breakdown. He checks himself into a psychiatric facility. And then he heads to New Zealand to reconnect with his daughter. So then he comes back with this daughter from the first relationship. Christina does not like this child. Uh, Of course. Then Paul accidentally knocks her down. Wait, what? That kills her? (laughs) No, he doesn't what, kill Christina? her. Christina? He does. No, no, the, his daughter. He kills his daughter? No, 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 no. no. He, he knocks her over, but she's fine. He accidentally hit his daughter with a car. So then... But she's, but she's fine. We all saw this going. Paul and Caroline, Christina's Uh-oh. twin sister, I mean, start developing feelings for each other. Uh, Caroline does not want to betray her sister, but thinks she may regret not pursuing her feelings for Paul. Because she's like, well, him and Christine are rocky anyway. They share a passionate kiss. Oh, no. When Christina sends Paul to sleep on the couch and Caroline leans okay. in to tuck Paul in, he mistakes do. Caroline for Christina and they kiss. And they kiss. Very single white female. Okay, she knew what she was doing. Yes. Who tucks in a grown man? Yes. Okay, go So on. she is now horrified, so she flees to Italy. To mull her feelings. Do it. Does she meet some hot Italian guy who we also never meet? She's gone. Okay, she's she's gone. gone. We don't care about her. But how she found out? Well, then, so then Christina okay. is oh, sorry, sorry. horrified <laughs> when, Paul, radio when she overhears Paul talking about what's happened with his grandmother, Helen Daniels. Not Helen Daniels. <laughs> so she throws Paul out of the house. Right. She flies to see her sister. In Italy. Cool, cool, They cool. sort out their friendship. Girl's trip. <laughs> then she comes back. Paul yep. convinces Christina that he does love her by organising a secret second wedding. 
Oh, they'll renew your That's vows, which we all right. know never works. Renew never your works vows. renewing your vows. That never means works. they're cheating. That means they're <laughs> cheating. That means they're about to leave you. Never so works. So then they leave Ramsey Street for a new life running a hotel in Hawaii. Uh, oh, okay. All right. And that's the last we see of them. That's the last on we see of them on screen. On until, screen. Okay. Until. Years later, so Paul right. comes back. He returns to Australia after he was forced to serve a seven-year prison sentence for fraud. Meanwhile. <laughs> okay. He also him- lost a foot. <laughs> he also lost a foot. <laughs> By the by. <laughs> it just it happens to the best of us. Come on. Just a foot. Got Him it. and Christina have divorced off screen. He and his new fiance elope. And right. then they're at resort in Queensland where he bumps into Christina and Caroline. Hobbles into. Okay, Christina and Caroline are there. All right. So Paul is Both convinced the universe is giving him a sign not to marry his, you know, his, his fiance. Makes sense. That makes sense. That when up. he discovers this whole coincidence has been orchestrated <gasps> by his daughter to sabotage the wedding. The little one that he hit with the car. No, different one. Oh, different shit. I was, I thought that was a sweet revenge. She's okay. still, she's, she's still beeping in a subplot. <laughs> They'll bring her back. Don't worry. That, that's not over. <laughs> the twins confess to the plot and then yep. act as witnesses at Paul's wedding. Okay. So he marries a new it was person. Glorious. That that's is, the and, end. And, and that's the last we see of them. Of Paul and Christina. That's the end of Paul and Christina's relationship. Okay. What it's, about the actual two people that this episode's about? <laughs> So they they were together for two years and then cool. what happened was uh, Gail was spending a lot of time in the UK focusing on her on, pop on music. Career. On her pop music. career. Of yeah, course. her burgeoning pop career, which yep. uh, lasted about three years. Uh, so she was having a lot of time away from Paul. And Paul... <laughs> Stefan. Uh, deci- Stefan. 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 Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so she broke up with Stefan. Okay. She let him go. And Stefan rebounded Uh by having a relationship with another person working on Neighbours. Who was? Oh, do I know who they are? Oh, are they, can I guess them? Are they famous? Is it Kylie? They're also famous. All right. Uh, (laughs) Um, Natalie Imbruglia. Natalie Imbruglia. It was Natalie Imbruglia. Well, I mean, she is gorgeous. Can you blame him? And they were together for a bit, I suppose, and then she left him for the guy from um, Silverchair. And then the clincher is that Paul then married a woman called Gail. <gasps> you can never Gail. let a Blake, you never really let a Blake and Equit twin go. Once That's the same as when life, Ben Affleck married forever. Jennifer Garner after Jennifer Lopez. If you're married <laughs> a person with the same name, yeah. you're just saving money on the towels, the, uh, the, you know, the, the towels with the initials on them. That's all you're doing. And the bigger, exactly. and also as a nice little twist, this second Gail also then joined the cast of Neighbours. Neighbours. Oh my God. Wow. I know. What happened to Gail? Gail 1.0. Gail and Gillian. So- Gail 1.0. Gail and Gillian, they, they went to Los Angeles. Oh, they, they had like a brief, a brief pop career here. And then they went to Los Angeles and they set up a toy company. They took over okay. a toy factory. Okay. And they made merch for the Osbournes. Wow. They, they were okay. smart cookies. They bought the, the they bought the merchandise license for the Osbournes really early. They were wow. very smart. Entre- entrepreneurs. Yeah. So they were like the Mary Kate and Ashley, you know, business women. Exactly. 
so now they're they're hanging out in America with their toys from the Osborns. I presume that's become an empire of reality TV merch, perhaps. No, they sold the company and then oh, they cool. had a clothing company as well. They dabble. They have fingers and pies. Okay, okay. They're very impressive. And Gail is married to, according to Wikipedia, so this could have been you, girl, to edit this it, in. We all, we all know it was. I don't know why you're saying could have been. It's weird. We, we know for a fact it was She's apparently married to a property developer from LA. That is the goal, ladies. Try and get in with a no. guy who's into real estate in LA. Just a random real estate guy. That's all you got to do. exactly. You know, great houses, she... good money. Don't get a prenup. Great stuff. <laughs> then, just, then just wait 10 years and then have fun <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm still like sadly I think at this point I know there was 26 years between you know them leaving Neighbours and going back into Neighbours but they just the final piece in the puzzle is they've never had another crack at their pop career and I really think that's a crying shame I think it's really sad. I think, well, if we I, I can achieve anything here today, Garoud, it would it'd be that, a, Well, that's it, what I'm hoping for. If anyone for. knows them, we have American listeners. I feel the weight the of the on. podcast behind this effort is what we, we need. We are, we're, we're, we're hoping here just to start now, start the campaign to get them, get them back. If they have a Google because, alert set up for their name, this will be a little beep beep. It, I mean, this will be blowing the dust off the Google alert. <laughs> but I mean, they were, they, were, they, they were definitely very modest. Like that's what I liked about them. They were all, they were very modest. They were they weren't media trained. They weren't media savvy. They were just you know they said how they felt. Like for example, in promoting their first single, this is a headline from a magazine, which he's holding up. We're not brilliant singers. They knew the Blake. Why are they called the Blake? Oh, that was their last name. Okay, Blake. that was their last name. Get it, get it, get it. Yeah, they, they were quite. Um, yeah, they were just they were so cool. They were honest. I loved them with all of my heart. Because but, it came sort of at the tail end of so many neighbours actors having pop careers. I was just going to say that. that was a, no. Well, didn't Holly Valance come after them and she made she it? She was a, a next generation. There was next a lot. She, yeah. Next gem. And Natalie and Brilliant. Natalie yeah. and Brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it so was do you think sad. that what, um, do you think that the reason that they, uh, that they split up? Um, as, was it was it just because she wanted to do the music career, or was she just like done with Australia, done with neighbours? Like, I'm moving on altogether with my sister. I I think Stefan was punching. Okay, mm. would you agree, Grania? I she was would. A goddess. Yeah, yeah. They're gorgeous. Okay. They were so. So she 90s. didn't realise like what the hell am I doing here? Um, girl, now we come to, and I have a feeling. I I hope I'm not arrogant here. I think I have an I inkling know here as well, Grania. I think I have an inkling where the votes are going to land. Same. So in every split, there is a winner, there is a loser. There's somebody who thrives and there's somebody who's lucky to survive. So in the great split between oh, Stefan Dennis I'm and on Gail Bleakney, who thrived <laughs> and who simply survived. What's he going to say? I think Gail thrived. <laughs> do you? Shock. I do. She, I, I just feel like that the world is lucky to have them. I think there's a lot going on in the world, but I think that if we just take a moment and focus that we had and still have the Blakeney twins, I think it all just balances up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay. You know, the wars, the famine. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. You've got the Blakeley twins. You've got They're the Blakeley twins. They're out there twins. in LA. So right now, exactly. okay, right now, Stefan Dennis is probably reading his script. It probably wasn't, it was probably just like, I don't know, facts to him. Oh, we've yeah. moved to Amazon Prime. Neighbours is still going, <sighs> but you're going to have to make your own way there. And you'll get sandwiches. We don't yeah. do catering yeah. anymore. What do you think Gail is up to right now? 
Right now, I would say Gail is probably walking, you know, down Sunset Boulevard with, you know, like a juice, like a fresh juice. And I, I, I'd imagine she's like taking calls on her AirPods. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. And um, she might maybe think, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to call Gilliam. Yeah, I, think that, I think that the energy we're putting into the world, I think yeah. she's going to just pick up on that and go, I'm going to call Gillian. Maybe we'll sing a song. Right now, both of them are having that same feeling and realising maybe twins are psychic. They're psychic maybe after they all. they are psychic. There are literally a million, like I, li- I have literally a million articles about them being psychic. And like they would they would dress them up as like um, fortune tellers. I'll just see if I can find one. Can I ask you a quick question, just- girl, when you're going through your little file there? What's the last article? Like I'm really interested when people collect things like this, that at one point there was like the last one that you put in there and then you never touched it again. So like when was that? When did you last like update? You oh make- no. You make this sound <laughs> like it's an archive. <laughs> this is this is a live file. <laughs> the last file. thing that went in there is the last thing time they were in the paper. Chantelle, <laughs> I don't. Was that? I don't understand the question. I don't accept the premise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are they still reported on in the um, Irish press? Yeah, huge, <laughs> yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. They're really, really big. And apparently, they were in Ireland once, but they were in Drogheda. Oh no! Not oh, great. God. That's not right. I mean, I think they basically need to move to Ireland to find their fan base. That seems to be where it is. I know. LA's not for I, them. They're blending their fading away travel. in LA. <laughs> so we've got one more question before we let you go. We do have go one on. Courtesy of my beautiful Courtesy of Samoa. You should probably know who this question is. If we ask it to all of our guests of a certain patron saint of the podcast out there who I just heard today discussing her current so-and-so apparent relationship and say that it's going really well, but I don't trust it. So I'm going to ask you, put your thinking cap on, Garode, and put your mind to it. Can you think of someone who can live up to, to be a partner with, to love, to adore, the one, the only, Cher? I think from our conversation, I think what we've learned is that the ideal person for Cher, and this won't be really, like people outside of Ireland won't know this, but Miley in Glen Row, I think will be absolutely perfect. <laughs> I think that is the man that he could satisfy Cher. Mm-mm. They'd be happy together. He has that rugged thing that I think she needs. Yeah, Totally. Um, however, if I was to pick somebody more international, Look, Miley if wouldn't Miley's put up with any nonsense from her. He that's really true. wouldn't. Yeah, he really that, that, wouldn't. That's what she likes, though. <laughs> he would. He, he Miley would have been like, take that vocode, code, that vote, that auto tune off. Believe immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fine voice, and you're letting yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, Cher? Come on. The other person that I was thinking of was he. Do you remember he played Adam Carter in Spooks? His name will come to me in a second now, but I can't remember. Oh, Rupert yeah, Penry Jones. Rupert Penry Jones. Oh, wow. How come? Because I feel like he has, he has, he is that great mix of, he is a young person in an older man's body. Like, I I think he's probably like 50s now, but he was such the little bad boy when he was a younger actor. You know, he was always being nude on stage, that sort of thing. To do a lot of that nude stuff, yeah. Showed his willy in spooks when it was really unnecessary. We didn't need it, but we were grateful <laughs> like, for it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll definitely do it. You yeah, just go to nobody... the bathroom, Rupert. No, 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 I'll do it. I'll get it out. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no problem. Totally cool with that. There was nobody bringing him into a room and going, this is essential to this plot of spooks. I is like that you it. you get your willy out. 
It could so be, I just think that I think he would be perfect for it sure. could be good like Madonna Guy Ritchie style dynamic exactly. good vibe arguably her finest period if Miley's taken get Rupert in there that's what I say amazing Garoud I can't believe we finally got you we finally oh, got you on the pod this was so <laughs> nobody's much ever fun said that well. before in their lives <laughs> <laughs> it was to, a great time so uh, to our listeners if you have not seen Garoud Farley live I swear you need to learn to love yourself. He is one of the best <laughs> comedians about. He is so good. He's always, he's bloody always gigging. He's always on tour. So where can, where can our listeners find you? What are you up to? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Garode Farrelly and all my tour dates are there in the kind of link on bio. And then I have a podcast with Neve Kavanagh, who's a sang for Eurovision for Ireland uh, years ago called Agony Rants. And that comes out every Monday. Oh, amazing stuff. Love it. Treat yourself, And I also want to say before I go that this, I'm so glad I found this podcast because (laughs) it is the essential, (laughs) it is the essential content that the world needs right now. I'm looking forward to continuing my deep dive. And I think that I've only listened to about three or four episodes, but I think, I don't think I would have been able to do the podcast if I'd listened to any more because by the end of it, I'm just going to, I'd be in too deep. It would be too much pressure. Get too much in your head. You're right. You would have changed your guests. You would have changed your couple as well. You bet all of this couple's a bit, but do Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton can, can essentially, let's be honest, can Gail and Gillian live up to this, can they? Yes, they can. We don't even need Stefan slash Paul. And, and also, if there's anything you need uh, resource-wise on Gail and Gillian, like if you need to hear the songs, <laughs> I'm happy to help. Thank you so much, um, Garoud. Oh, thank Garoud. you. What an absolute pleasure. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The Way They Were. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.